0: You are listening to Positive Living Vibrations with Sarah Troy. I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me the excitations. I'm picking up good
1: vibrations. She's me the Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody.
0: Welcome back to another edition of Positive Living Vibrations with myself, Sarah Troy, and my guest today, Soothe Liberty Hall. She's written this wonderful book of, ha, I laughed in the face of cancer. Somebody who's decided to look at cancer and not give it the value that it seeks. This is something we should all be doing a great deal more. Since when is cancer more prevalent than a common cold? And why are we accepting it? Just can't blanch. Shaving our heads, going to radiation, and just accepting it sometimes as a death sentence. We have got to stop giving the empowerment to cancer and start looking at the wonderful options that are out there in being able to heal ourselves. Today, we're going to be taking this journey with Susan and discovering how she got rid of her cancer, booted it to the curb, showed it the door, told it it was unwelcome, and she did it naturally. First and foremost, though, folks, you have to believe you can. You have to believe there is a solution out there and be willing to look for it. Do not be crippled by the fear of cancer. Cancer really doesn't want to stick around, and it really would like to be shown the door. And That's the way you have to treat it. So let's discover today how Susan did this. She champions an astonishing Native American herbal remedy, and it cured her breast cancer. We do not need to cut off our breasts, folks. We do not need to do that. There is a cure, there is a prevention, and you don't have to go that drastic, so please do not be terrified by doctors and saying they've got to come off. She has a famous brother, L.A. Lakers owner, Jerry Buss. He had cancer at the same time, but he took the traditional route. Today, unfortunately, Jerry is not with us, but Susan is well and kicking. She took the healing of cancer completely into her own hands. She's a 69-year-old grandmother, a former playboy bunny, and sister of Jerry Buss, legendary Los Islander's uh, uh, Laker owner. They were both diagnosed with cancer at the same time, and she's here today. After caring for a mother who died horrifically from cancer, Susan refused anything traditional. Good for her. She chose a native formula, and she credits it with saving her life. Issuing aggressively and angrily approaches, um, reproaches from her doctor, Susan started the regime. Now, you know, folks, doctors aren't going to be on board with this, because they consider it a threat to their own practice, and also they're ignorant what other choices are out there. They only know the radical Western way. But now, all these years later, an 18 cancerous lapse literally began to expunge from an open wound in her breast, and the tremors are gone. She actually has them in a specimen jar to prove that they were there. So let's discover how she did this. First and foremost, she decided to laugh in the face of cancer. She decided that she was going to be in control and going to beat it. Then she started looking for something that was going to change her direction in life. Welcome to the show, Susan.
1: Well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. appreciate it very much.
0: Well, I mean, good for you. Clap, clap, clap. fact that you didn't become crippled by this. And I'm sure when you first got the diagnosis, it, it does kind of pull the rug from underneath you. And it's like, what am I going to do? What does this mean to me? But you got back up and decided not to go the traditional route. What made you decide not to
1: take that route? Thank you. Well, this occurred in April of 2012, and it was interesting because my brother, as you said, uh, we both got cancer at the same time, and it it, it just became very interesting to me that both be going in the opposite direction. He, with all the money in the world, would choose conventional treatments. He, he did do surgery. Uh, during that surgery, there was an error. That error then um, was the cause of another four surgeries plus five additional protocols, nine in all, trying to correct the original error, My and the God. Error was expected. Um, he was doing aggressive chemo as if more poison was better. Mm-hmm. Um, the more money you have, the more poison you get. I've seen this before. Yeah. Uh, he went downhill quickly and immediately with his choices. Um, this was heart for me. But it was also heart-wrenching for him to see me, because he thought that his way was going to... He really believed that his way was going to heal him. He had absolute faith in the conventional medicine. So when I told him that I could not do the mastectomy, nor the radiation, nor the chemo, I wouldn't do any of it. He was horrified. He thought that this was a death sentence to me. And of course... Equally, I felt that it was instead a death sentence to him, and unfortunately, I was correct. Unfortunately,
0: I was correct. Not the way you want to be correct. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you can't blame him because, of course, that's what the doctors have sold him, you know, and this is what, yeah. this is what you know, media doctors and the hysteria out there is, you know, immediately you've got to go on the radiation and the drugs and, and the whole thing, you know. It's, and they, they, I think they, one of the worst, somebody once said this, and I think it's so apropos, most people die from the diagnosis than they do from the disease. Well, that's
1: true, and exactly why I chose my title. Ha! Huh? I laugh in the face of cancer. We all know that that laughter is uh, a wonderful medicine. It's yeah. very important. And the fear around cancer is uh, tremendous, and that's where uh, we lose our power. The fear, um, and then we give all of our power over to the medical doctors, the those people who we trust to bring to us the perfect possibility of healing. And they they give it to you. They say that that this is your best chance. And, of course, people believe them. Um, the research and, and the devotion, the, the trillions of dollars, I mean, there's no counting anymore how much uh, has been used uh, to try to find a better way, and yet nothing nothing new has been found. It's, it's the same old, same old, and, and it's a horrific death. And you were asking earlier, you know, why I do this. Mother, our mother died of cancer when she was only 62. She had a terrible, horrible um, uh, nine months of her life having chemo and it was it was horrendous. I determined at that time in 1977 I would never do that. And because I had her DNA, I realized that there is a possibility that I will get it in the future. I was aware of the possibility. So I began to look for another way, even way back then, and that is when I found Young Living Therapeutic Grade Essential Oils began a business with the oils, and I have led a very healthy lifestyle for the last 20, 25 years. Uh, so it was somewhat of a shock and a surprise when I was also diagnosed with cancer, in view of how very clean my living style was.
0: mm mm-hmm. And I think, you know, as you said, it's it's in the family, and that gene is there. Um, and so sometimes it does, you know, you, you, however healthy you are, you know, you. You're living in an environment, uh, you know, and the foods that sneak in, the environment that's out there, and that if that gene is there, it doesn't take much for it to come up, you know, just one time you're low. Um, And so however much we don't want to invite it, sometimes it's there. It's what we do with it when it pops up.
1: Yes, that is correct, So, um, and what you said is very, very true. It doesn't matter how careful we are, we are still getting cancer because of, of the toxic environment and the food. We all know why, but the, the important thing to me is to have a way and a means to overcome it. If mm-hmm. I may continue then with my story, um, when I told my brother, and he, w- he was a very brilliant man, he, he not only was a, a, a brilliant businessman, but he also had um, his doctor's degree in chemistry. Uh, he was a professor at the University of Southern California. He was very well respected in every area. Uh, so when I told him that I was going to do an, a natural remedy, he, as I said, was mm-hmm. I remember telling him that I know that you are brilliant, Jerry, but so is nature brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And it is. It is so brilliant. And when I tell you my story, you'll have uh, an even um, more amazing understanding of how amazing truly it is, this, this nature, this natural way. So I went home, and I did not know what I was going to do for this cancer. So I sat down, and I did a prayer, and in the I asked my God to show me what I should do to overcome cancer to save my life. And in that moment, it was very profound, I stood up and I walked over to my office um, file cabinet, and I opened up the file cabinet under C, and I took out a file that said cancer, that I hadn't seen maybe for 15 or 20 years, I had forgotten all about it, and I remembered having seen the file now, that I had started that file after um, my mom died, I started looking for ways to over-cancer, and that file was very thin, when I opened it up, there was only one piece of paper in it, and it was a flyer that said, uh, Two Feathers Healing Formula, and it showed a picture of a man who had a scar chest, a hole in his chest, and next to him, there was a table with eight tumors on that table, and he claimed that those tumors had been extricated from his body using the Two Feathers Healing Formula. So when I saw that, it was quite a shock, Mm -hmm. and I was scared already, having been told I had cancer, and not knowing what to do. So I looked at that, and I thought, oh, my heavens, could this possibly be true? But I had to be obedient to the fact that this was, indeed, the answer to the prayer I had made. So um, I didn't feel scared anymore, because I felt that prayer had been answered. It was a profound thing that had happened to me. And I therefore uh, I found that the the fear was gone. I must be on the right track because the fear just it just melted away.
0: We always know the answer somewhere, don't we? It's kind of as you said, asking for that guidance to it and clearly that you know, the twenty years ahead, you know, it had been a, one
1: day you may need this. Yeah, <laughs> so <that's> right, exactly. <laughs> and so I, I made a phone call and in that moment and I did call to um Robert Roy, who is the guardian of the the um, two feathers healing formula. I asked him about it he explained that it was an American Indian medicine man, medicine woman uh, remedy, and I asked him how. what, what was in it. Um, many people like to know these things. It was 17 herbs and minerals, but they were combined in such a way, and I'll use his words to describe it. He said uh, the medicine man had a download from heaven, some, something from heaven that, that indicated to him how he could combine those 17 herbs and minerals in such a way, that it would create an entirely different compound and it did and that is the Two Feathers Healing Formula now Robert Roy has been doing this for over 34 years he's helped over 60,000 people and if you go to his website you will see many many examples hundreds of people and their testimonials showing um, their tumors, their cancerous tumors that were extricated out of their bodies and I have 18 tumors (laughs) my body using the two feathers formula, so I have my own story backed up by many hundreds of other people, and the, the photos, one photo is worth a thousand words. When you see those tumors coming out of your own body, by yourself, without a doctor, with this very simple protocol, there's just one thing that you're going to be thinking, and it is miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, The only thing I have to say against this Two Feathers Healing Formula is it's too inexpensive, it's too simple, it's too effective, and the problem is people cannot believe that it is real. Yeah. That is always a problem.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I find that most of the time the solutions—I um, come across this all the time—with the wonderful gift that I have of, of interviewing people like yourself, I've come across so many people with, with solutions to what ails us. And you know, we've got—we've become the society that there has to be a mag- magnificent science and and you know, yes. big huge thing behind it. When really, as you said, they all said that God, for every disease that He gives you, there's a cure a few feet away and nature has all that cure, and we've got to go back to the simplicity of life, not only in the way of looking for our cures, but in the way we live life.
1: Absolutely, and this was such a wake-up call for me to do that. And by the way, because I had been so involved with Young Living Essential Oils and my healthy lifestyle, I really had wanted to go uh, to the clinic because um, I felt that I could be helped at their clinic in Ecuador, But it's very expensive, so I could not do the clinic, nor could I ask my very gracious and generous brother for those funds, because he didn't believe that it would help Mm -hmm. me, therefore it wasn't comfortable, and I did not ask him for help. And I would like to speak a, a moment, if I could, about the amazing experience I have had, because as soon as I determined that I was going to write this book, it was like, God would send me people, many people, and, and or I would turn on the TV and see something that was extremely important that I would want to include in the book. I was receiving guidance, yeah. and one of those things that happened is many people came to me, and I told them about the two feathers, and they said, no, I'm going to go to this very expensive naturopathic clinic in Europe, or in Mexico, or in America, and that's what I am going to do. And each and every one of them who did that—and by the way, they spent forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars doing that—they mm-hmm. all died. And it mm-hmm. makes me to say that. Now I know there's other things out there, but I'm just sharing with your listening audience that those people who were directed to me, who chose not to do this, and they went to something else, they did not have. Um, they did not have. The hopeful outcome. Right. Sad about
0: that. Yeah, I think it's again. You know, before, as I said at the top of the hour, there, it's you wouldn't have taken this path if if your mindset hadn't been in into embracing an alternative, and we have to stop being so afraid and then giving our bodies over to the Western medicine. Now this isn't a, a kick in the butt to the Western medicine. There's many things that doctors and medicine does today that is life-saving and wonderful. But when we are, when we do look at the treatment of cancer, we've got to st- pay attention to the fact that it's become a multi-trillion dollar industry. And you come up with simple cures today, you're hitting their pocketbook, and they've become very protective of it. So, you know, it's like with the Angelina Jolie she found the gene in her breast, so what did they do? Whipped the breast off. Now all of these people are doing it, and the doctors are getting aggressive with people, saying you better do it or else. And this is so wrong.
1: She's absolutely doing that, and shortly after she did that, it was on uh, national TV headline news that they were recommending that recommending that any woman over 35 have her uh, her ovaries and, and her uterus removed, like like. Like every one of them, whether there was cancer or not, should be preventative. It was so so incredible, and uh, that's another thing that you just mentioned that I want to make sure that I speak up about. Um, even the naturopathic clinics, when you go there and and you're still with a doctor, you're still using a huge sums of money to accomplish that. Well, if they were if if they were successful and it happened to be that they overcame cancer, I'm I'm so happy for that. But it still is different from what I'm talking about, because what I'm talking about is that we ourselves Mm heal ourselves. We don't go to the clinic. We don't have the doctor, whether it's naturopathic or not, or western. We do this with our our God, with our natural remedy. It's very simple. I did this. I was cancer-free within three months, uh, less than three months, and I did this for a hundred (laughs) $135 $135 <laughs> per... Right, yeah. I
0: mean, you know, uh, folks, if you can't invest, yeah. if you can't invest, <laughs> you know, 135 bucks into your life, then you, I'm sorry, don't do life. You know, I mean, that's the bottom line of it. You know, it's, it's, We it, just don't need to have these exorbitant things. And, And again, it goes back to that cancer's become an industry. Um, and it's become a fruitful industry for many, many people. Never mind the doctors and the hospitals and the radiation and the operations. There's the aftercare clinics. There's, the, there's, there's all the counselors. And, you know, I feel that the counselors aren't in there to kind of say, we're going to kick it in the butt. It's like, how do you feel? You know, are you afraid? And what they do is stir it up even more. Oh,
1: they are. And it just adds insult to injury because yeah. it's not helping. I mean, I'll tell you what I learned. Um, and this is so profound and simple too, is that when I began this, this protocol, I understood that this was my opportunity to come back to the earth. I took it so yeah. far as to buy myself a, a pair of moccasins, and I was doing an Indian, American Indian remedy. I was going to take those moccasins, I was going to walk softly with the earth, I was going to connect to the earth. And we can use our our tennis shoes to do the same thing, but get off of that pavement and get off those roadways. And let your your body touch the earth body and receive the healing and the beauty of nature. I mean, when I walk outside, I live in the Sonoran Desert, I get to see the most beautiful things, the sunsets and the, the, the loveliness of the desert. Or wherever I'm going, we have nature that is profound everywhere. We're so blessed.
0: We've got to take the time. And, you know, a lot of the time I find the, uh, with, with people is that they get into such a panic over anything of their life, whether it's cancer, what, stress, no matter what. They get into a panic. They buy into the drama. Uh, they've got the drama all around them telling them, oh, poor you, poor you, you're going to die. Um, or you can't cope with this. Or you need drugs. Or you need, you know, you need counseling. You need that. And really when it comes to it, if you shut everything else off and say, what I need is my divinity, whatever your God is, and then take, find that spot of nature that means something to you. It could be a walk in the earth, it could be the water, it could be flight, whatever it is, find it and start channeling your divinity through to you, ask the questions, give yourself up to to God, and say, I need help, I need guidance, guide me to what will cure me. We have that ability within us, and and the divinity will always lead us to what the answer is. But we have to take some responsibility over our own lives and our own decision-making. Otherwise, you know, we're, we're crippling ourselves.
1: Well, that's exactly right. I mean, one of the most horrific things about this cancer is the fear and the play that the doctors have on the fear. Yes. And by the way, they do believe in their own uh, remedies because they are dying just like everybody yep. else of their own remedies. So it, it's it's not something that 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 they're just putting onto us. They're putting it onto them and suffering too. So it's shocking. It is absolutely shocking that when I'm cancer free and go to tell my doctor. Uh, my wonderful my wonderful success, the extreme prejudice that I met with, dropped from being uh, a patient. My Medicare doctor dropped me and said that uh, he would not take me back until I had the mastectomy until I had <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here I, am cancer-free. I, know. I know, I can't, it doesn't, it doesn't fathom, does it? It just doesn't fathom. I mean, surely as, as somebody who's decided to be a doctor, a healer, yes. you know, you realize your limitations to what you know. And if somebody comes into you and says, I am healed, wouldn't you immediately want to know, how did you do it? I've got to get my patients on it. Wouldn't you think that would be the way? Why do they become so afraid? Is it because you know something that they don't and they went to school for? Is it an ego thing?
1: It is. It is exactly that. It is exactly that. It, it's, there's no humility at all that someone else, a little old grandmother like me, 69 years old, with no medical treatment, um, no medical um, knowledge, I mean, or, or education could do this on my own with such a low price and be so very, very well during process because I was not sick on on this protocol either. So uh, would you like me to tell you uh, uh, my journey and what happened and how I was able to do this? Please do.
0: Most certainly please do.
1: Oh, yes. All right. So when I determined that I would order the product and Robert Roy and I spoke to him, and he sent me out a jar immediately, I paid my $134.95, it arrived the very next day, I mean he's a very careful, very amazing man, um, he's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, has been all these 34 years plus, plus. and I've never met anyone like that except for maybe D. Gary Young, my other mentor with Young Living Oils, both of them, so devoted, so he explained to me that I would take this formula internally, so I packed the, the formula inside of a small um, vegetable capsule, and I took two capsules daily. Now, most people who have cancer would take maybe three or even four, but in my case, I took two capsules. It depends on how far advanced the cancer is and uh, the size of the person. So everyone would ask uh, Robert Roy, and he would give the benefit of his experience. So in my case, I took two tablets, and within 14 days, Um, One of the two tumors I had on my breast, which was hard, like a marble, and the size of a marble, it simply collapsed. I got up one morning, and it was gone. I couldn't see it, I couldn't feel it, and three days later, the second one collapsed, then they were both gone. Um, At that time, I called Robert Roy, I told him what had happened, and he said, that's a sign that the cancer is probably dead, no longer attached to my living tissue. And he suggested that at that time I continue taking it internally, but then I take a little bit of the, of the formula and put it on the tumor site, which in my case was the right breast, and I did so. And two days later, it opened up a, a hole, a wound, and I could see the tumor underneath there.
0: Wow and and did it i mean you talked about being able to put all these tumors in a jar is that did it come from the wound being open i mean how did you extract
1: correct. them yes that is correct so um um i had some understanding of it because i had been to his website i had read many testimonials i had seen many pictures so i did have an understanding of what would be happening to me and still it is completely amazing and, and astounding so I saw that it was an open wound. It hurt. It hurt very badly. I did take a prescription drug um, for the pain during that time, and that helped me to endure that. So um, it began to pull the tumor out. And it was 14 days exactly that the first tumor simply fell out. It was the size of a dollar pancake. Wow. Um, it was yes, the consistency of, a, of, a, of like a, a tumor. It was soft and mushy, you know, like a mushy, perhaps, I believe that cancer is a fungus, and when it fell out, I I tried to measure it as best I could, Mm -hmm. it was the depth of two American quarters, one on top of the other, and the size of a dollar pancake, so there I had a... And you had 18 of those in you? 18 of those, yes. were they? Where were they? (laughs) (laughs) Because now we're going to talk about the brilliance of nature because I had been to the Mayo Clinic, very prestigious, and also desert radiology here, and both um, of those facilities had done ultrasound and mammogram. Both had determined I had two cancerous tumors and one benign, a total of three. So why then were there 18 tumors? So this is an important question to ask, and, uh, you know, it it really defies anything that medicine could have an answer for. The only explanation that I have for it um, is that it had simply to be that wherever the tumors are in the body, they have the intelligence to go towards that exit point where you put that two-feathers formula, and then it, it, they, begin, they all line up. I know they line up. They line up. And underneath that one, there was another one. And two weeks later, when that one fell out, there was another one. And each time that I did it, the tumors were getting smaller, and there was also an amazing evidence of liquid cancer that was pouring out of my wound every day so not only was it pulling those tumors out, but it was definitely melting the tumors now one would have to understand it would be common sense to know that if it's doing that in that particular area, it's doing that wherever uh, those tumors might be in the body so we're not just talking about breast cancer, we're talking about any kind of cancer any kind of cancer and I have many people today who are following my lead and duplicating my efforts in my book so that they also are, are having astounding results. Um, one man that I spoke to, um, he did never do, he never did the chemo or radiation. He tried the natural ways, um, and he had a, a, a nutritionist, and he was very devoted to his healing. And this huge tumor, the size of an apple, on his neck. And also tumors under his tongue, which were so horrible, horrific for a young man, you know, young by that, I mean, he's a family man, he has a child, he's in his 40s, um, young, and to have this horrible uh, thing going on, and when I found him, the tumor was growing, he'd been able to save his life for a while, doing all the natural things that he had done, the juices, you name it, he was devoted to doing it. And I'm talking about going to the, to the clinics and getting all of the very, very expensive uh, treatments that, that they had to offer. And I, I, I know he did this, absolutely. He's many tens of thousands of dollars. Still, that tumor was not getting smaller, it was getting bigger. They, it had not saved his life. When he got to me, I put him, of course, into touch with Robert Roy. He started the Two Feathers Formula immediately. He has been into this now for the last three months. The tumor, he's taking it internally, but he's also taking it externally. The tumor is releasing a liquid that he, uh, he says is, uh, in, to his estimation, about um, 12 ounces per day, one and a half cups. Wow. And he uh, has a T-shirt that he wears around neck and, it, it, and when it gets filled up with the liquid, he changes the T-shirt.
0: So, I mean, this is a real true definition of detoxing. I mean, obviously, whatever's in the formula draws it all up to one area, and it's just uh, cleaning that cellular structure right out um, and uh, draining it. So, you know, obviously, if somebody's going to go on this regime, this is like, you know, you're not going to go to work during this time period. You're going to dedicate the time, whatever time it needs to have for you to invest in your body, Uh, never mind the dollar amount, that is nothing, but you've got to do to dedicate the time in order to, to heal and also the rest and everything else that goes with it. I mean a, a lot of people think that when they get sick is that I'll fit chemo in or I'll fit my health in. No, you will stop what you're doing and pay attention to your health.
1: Yes, of course that is so very true. Now this particular man Um, I suggest that in my book I talk about the AMAS blood test, and the AMAS blood test is a very important tool for everyone who thinks they have cancer, because the first thing that happens Mm -hmm. when you go to the doctor is they give you a PET scan, and the PET scan causes cancer. It's 300 times more radiation than a normal mammogram, and that's bad enough. And I learned this by going to the Mayo Clinic, and they told me that they would not use the PET scan because they knew it caused cancer. And yet they give those out like pancakes on a Sunday morning, over and over again, over and over again, and it is so not necessary. Same thing with a biopsy. I had a biopsy thinking that the only way I would know if I had cancer was to have a biopsy. It was a false um, information given to me, false and bad information given to me by the medical doctors. They were wrong. My, my mentor, Gary Young, told me that they that the biopsies uh, caused the cancer to, to be spreading. Yeah. And my other mentor, uh, uh, Robert Roy, also agreed, and many other people who I know that I respect. So it was too late. I'd already done the biopsy. The cancer had already spread. But the good news for me is that I was able to use all of this in my book. And no matter what I had done, whatever errors I had made, I, I was given grace because the two feathers killed that, wherever it was, even though I spread. So none of your uh, listening audience would have to make the same errors yeah. that I have made. If they follow w- uh, my protocol, they won't have to do that. They won't have to have the biopsy. And the AMAS blood test very simply tells how much cancer is in your body. So from 0 to 700, anything under 134 is cancer, not cancer, anything over 134 is cancer. So the first time I had the mass blood test, it was uh, very much cancer. I had cancer, no doubt. And then two months later, when I had uh, my next mass test, I was cancer-free already. Yeah. Now that's how we get away from the fear. We have yes. the knowledge that, yes, I know how much cancer I have. I know how bad it is. If it's 700, you know it's really bad. Then you watch every time you have that made a mass blood test it coming down until you're cancer free now um, of course in my case there were tumors and those tumors did need to come out and there will be some people who don't have uh, the tumors that they can see and what happens in their cases is if you're taking the two feathers internally Robert Roy has told me repeatedly that if the body, if your body needs to have a tumor come out it will come up and show itself it will make itself known where it is and that's where you put the Together's formula, and if you don't have a tumor that comes up, rest assured that it's still melting those tumors just like I saw, just like this man uh, has testified. Mm-hmm. It is melting those tumors, and they'll become smaller and smaller until they're they're gone. One way or another, they will be gone, and so it is very hopeful for everyone. And I do want to make a comment about. There are people who are working who can't possibly miss a day of work. Bless them. I understand that. It is possible. It is possible with devotion to this 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 uh, protocol to to continue working. You just you know th- for those dear dear people who can't stop working, um, uh, they can contact Robert Roy. They can contact me, and and I will tell them each one that it, it is possible to work while you do this pro- product. It is. But, of course, the best way is to do, as you have said, and that is to take that time necessary. But but if you can't, if you really and truly cannot, there is still hope for you, too.
0: Right, yes. And, you know, that's where you kind of pull in on your family support. um, Because if you are having to work, you don't want to come home and, do housework or cook, you know, that's where family comes in and steps in. So, you know, this is, and also please, you know, give yourself permission to receive and say to everybody, I'm taking this path. Support me, don't criticize me, give me that positive energy and help me in what I need to do. And if people refuse to do that, really quite simply say, I can't see you until I'm cured.
1: Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. That was the single greatest difficulty in my journey, and not only mine, but others who have come to me since their family, their parents, their sisters and brothers and friends are horrified that they are doing this this treatment and they are pushing them constantly to do chemo, radiation and surgery and I mean, and they're doing that well, well, meaning, they mean well but you are so right, if they won't support you just ex- yeah. Exclude them from your life so that you don't have to fight that constantly.
0: Because they're they're fight, they're actually fueling the cancer. So you know, it, and it's and then it's not helping you because you're busy fighting it. So you and you're going to get a little weak during it. So you need that positive energy around you, people who believe it. They don't need to understand it. The proof will be in your cure. Yeah, but absolutely. they've got to give you the honor and respect, respect to yeah. in the journey that you're taking, and be there for you, and take their judgment That's away
1: the most important thing to say and by the way, if it's proof of life you need, well, here I am exactly and that's that's the thing that these doctors and and many people who I when I was doing this were against it, they didn't understand look, here's my AMAS blood test, do you understand I'm cancer free, do you understand that 18 tumors are out of me, gone and well, and they didn't understand. I mean, it's
0: like they were deaf and blind. I don't know. I <laughs> I'm not causing them, but I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. You know, I think a good doctor is one that complete. I had a, a wonderful doctor, and I was uh, I was married to a Chinese um, guy at the time, and uh, she used to say to me, this is what you've got. Now ask, you know, um, Tony, my ex, um, what is there in Chinese medicine that can help? For her, it's like, what are the alternatives? And that, to me, is a mark of a good doctor. Somebody who knows their limitations. Um, right and who knows not to go the abusive way, and to respect your decision. That's I hate it when a doctor says, you know, starts making, becomes Gestapo over you, and makes you feel guilty over the choice of your own body. Well,
1: that's right, and in in, in that regard, I would like to tell the experience that I did have at Desert Radiology here in Phoenix, um, when I had um, gone there twice, once once when I had um, the, the biopsy, and they told me, yes, you have cancer, and here's your, your test, and... Then, I, I uh, knowing that I was going to do this book, and then having the AMAS blood test and seeing that I was cancer-free, going back a second time so that I could compare. I was learning, and I went back for the purpose of learning for my book, and uh, that second time, when I went back, and the radiologist, when I went in to see him, he had uh, such a look on his face, his face was red with rage, and he looked at me, and he pointed his finger at me with great power, and with great um, ooh, anger, and he yelled, You're dying of cancer! Get out of here! Never come back here! Never! You're dying! And he said that to me, and then he stuck his hand out to me to shake my hand. <laughs> <laughs> this is <some> very schizophrenic
0: approach, <laughs> sorry. Let me, let me
1: confirm this, this diagnosis of, of death upon you, you know. Let's right. Let's, let's agree to it, then. And I said, no, I will not agree with that. You're
0: not, you're not my god. Yeah, and you know the thing is that, that, as I said, I think it becomes an insecurity because they think, well, if you can cure the cancer, what about me? You know, what am I doing here? What, you know, what? How do I earn a living? It's, it's, it it's nice. about, um, you know, yes, we can cure cancer, and we you know, to laugh in its face and that everybody should be following a path and a protocol that can do that. Um, you know, it's instead of supporting that decision because they want to see people be well, they look upon it as this is a threat to my income and to my knowledge.
1: And that is so sad because, because they are taking people down the road of death by, by yes. that selfishness. And, you know, it, it's an another thing that I would have to tell. Um, our our listening audience here today, is that on um, February 17th of this year, Belgium legislature passed a law stating that children of all ages can be euthanized who are suffering uh, from uh, uh, terminal diseases like cancer and, of course, due to chemo.
0: Euthanized. Right, nice. yes, just like your pet, as they walk them down there, you know, and then what do they do, put them in a plastic bag and throw them in the trash like they do with the animals? It's disgusting. Yeah,
1: i to that. I think yeah. it's so horrific. And another experience I had along those lines was this, this very precious lady who had done everything the doctor said. She was older, like me. She would had, you know, the mastectomy. She had the hysterectomy, and when they couldn't take anything more out of her, and she'd done the chemo to the point of death and radiation too, then they sent her home to die, um, but it was Christmas time, so her doctor, with his great mercy, and I say that f- with <laughs> I say that not with, with uh, a great deal of, of respect, he sent her home to have Christmas with her family, and he said, you come back the day after Christmas, and I'll give you the suicide pill, which he called the peaceful pill. And did he do it? Yes, she did. How
0: sad. There's three
1: states in America, you know, and Washington State was one of them. So, and and I tried to reach her, and I said, it's not too late. We could still do, you know, the the two feathers, but she had been so convinced that there was no hope for her that she thought it was merciful that he's now going to give her this way out, and she would face her God having killed herself. How awful. Yeah. It's heart-wrenching
0: to me. Ah, Yes, and and it's it's heart-wrenching that we've become such a disposable society. Um, You know that, you know, it's, um, I come from a family of heart disease and cancers, Uh, mostly leukemia. Uh, My sisters have lymph gland cancer. She's been sliced and diced, Um, and she goes to the hospital twice a week where they keep telling her, oh, your blood, oh, you're so ill, and she actually lives to be sick. And, and it keeps it going for some reason. I mean, I don't know how, because if I was as sick as she was, I would have gone a long time ago. But uh, she really is is thriving on it. I decided, you know, I was dealt a different hand. For me, it's all muscular and ligaments and, and tissue damage. Um, so I have that, and asthma. so I was, you know, bored up with that. But it's all, you know, the, the I kind of call it the wiring of my body, as opposed to the mechanics of my body. And I decided a long time ago. I was my dad died at 46 of heart disease. I've lost several family members to cancer, and I decided I'm not going that way. I'm simply not. No, nope, absolutely not going that way. My mum is 94. You know, she's she's had a ticky heart. I mean, she's been dying all her life. Let me tell you. You know, really, I, I was bored up with my mum dying, and here she is at 94. Um, a ticky heart, she's had uh, minor skin cancers, um, but, you know, numerous other supposed problems. But when you look at her, um, you know, she's, all right, bed-bound now, and that's mostly because she was kept in bed and her body's become crippled. And, um, you know, and it's, it's amazing that she's still ticking, but I have other side of the family that have died really, really young. And it's a, uh, I'm, I'm not going that way. Never's going to strike me that way at all, but, uh, nor with my family.
1: You're in the perfect position with what you do to, to have all of these amazing studies yes. come to you. So it, it shows me such a uh, such a hopeful way that for those of us who are searching that there are our answers. And I did want to tell you about the two doctors that I asked to help t- t- to uh, give me a testimonial uh, about what I was doing. I went to two different doctors, one a homeopathic doctor very well known and respected, in Scottsdale, and another, a naturopathic doctor also in Scottsdale, very, very well known, and I went to them, told them what I was doing, and wanted them to walk through the process with me, see the photos, take the photos of the tumors coming out, visualize, see the whole thing, and then give me their testimonial, and they both agreed that they would do that, Uh, so the one naturopathic doctor, the first day that I went to see him, to tell him what I was doing about two feathers, he had a big (laughs) smile on his face, and he opened up a drawer in his office and he took out a specimen jar and in the specimen jar there was a tumor. And I looked at that and he looked at me and he said, this is the tumor that my brother had um, between his eyes. This is his tumor he had, he had melanoma cancer. And he took it out using the Two Feathers formula. And he had pictures um, of this and he was, this doctor knew everything about Two Feathers. He was thrilled that I was there. He loved it, and he said, "Yes, I know all about it." Um, I went to his cancer clinic there for some vitamin therapy. It was very expensive. I got like ten treatments for six thousand. Wow. Yeah, it was very expensive, and oh my gosh! So, but I was learning. I was trying to learn about things. Whether does this help? What what is it? What are they doing with these in these cancer clinics? So there I was, and several of the ladies that he had there, one of them in particular was so precious that she was young, she wasn't even 40 yet, she had done the radical mastectomy, she had done the hysterectomy, same old story, radiation, chemo, to the point where they couldn't give her anymore or they would have killed her, so she ended up going to his cancer clinic, and she told me that no matter what she has done at his cancer clinic, nothing has worked, um, the PET scan that he gave her, the PET scan that he sent her to have, which of course you know by now I wouldn't have done that Right. Um, uh, that, that it indicated that, that there was just no hope that nothing she was doing was working and that she was dying so she told me that so I asked that doctor I said well since you know about two feathers since your brother was healed of two feathers since you've seen me be healed with two feathers why don't you tell her, her and these other people here and he said oh I can't tell them he said um, I, I would lose my license, he said, I know of one other doctor who healed his patient using the Two Feathers formula, and then the medical review board took him up and he almost lost his license for prescribing mud.
0: Uh-huh,
1: yeah. And he was scared, and you know, of that. after I'd spent all that money, and, and gone to him and he'd taken the pictures of my tumors, all of that, and I asked him to sign his name on the dotted line for the testimonial, he said, "I'm sorry, I've reconsidered." He said, "I, I just can't. I'm afraid that it would it might hurt hurt or harm my practice."
0: Well, you know, if all of these doctors that use this and got together and said, "This is the proof. This is the testimony," and stood up, I you know, I know another group that has this wonderful um, antidepressant, and it's it's great for all forms of kind of mental illness, you know, anxiety, depression, ADD, bipolar, everything, and it's a nutrient. And uh, they got taken to court because they're saying you need a DIN number, and they're saying, no, it's a nutritional, it's in a food. Um, And uh, they, they won. They won because the proof was just too much, and that it was a nutrient, so basically food-based, um, and that it wasn't a drug, so it didn't need, a, you know, a drugged-in number. Um, and of course, now it's it's uh, you know around the world. I take it, and my God, what a difference it's it's made. You know the name of that? Yes, it's uh, it's Power Plus Q ninety six, and uh, I can tell you, I suffer greatly from anxiety, crippling. Um, and depression, and uh, I have not had a case since I've been on this, and it's and, you know, when you were talking about nutrients before, you know, very often it is the combination of the nutrients, but it's also the delivery process. And honestly, and with the, your, your two feathers, his delivery process goes right into it. It's the same with this. It's the way the enzymes have been set up is that it actually delivers right through into the brain, and uh, it doesn't get lost in your, in your digestive system. Very interested in uh, that. It is uh, amazing because, you know, when you've got people that are depressed, I've got cancer, there's no hope, um, you know, they need something like this, and it works fast within a few days to go, yes, you know, that anxiety has been taken away. I'm no more open to receiving other information. And this is the thing. There is so much out there, and and this came about for a guy losing his wife due to bipolar and his kids, uh, fighting it. And uh, they discovered a very natural remedy that was working on animals, on pigs, that stopped the hysteria of that. And they thought, well, what happens if we reformulate it for, for humans? And they're simple n- ingredients, simple nutrients. It's the formula of delivery, which I'm sure is what your feathers is like that too. It's the formula of delivery that gets right into it and works. We have those solutions out there. If doctors stopped being so afraid and came together and saying these formulas work, Stop giving the power to the pharmaceutical companies, to the, you know, to the, to the surgeons, to the radiation, which we know, it's, we know that GM foods kill cause cancer. We know that cancer is on the rampage. We know that the, that the di- diagnosis uh, procedure and the, the therapy for cancer kills more people than it cures them. When are we going to stand up and say enough is enough? We want to be the ownership of our own bodies and our own treatments and support those doctors that are willing to give us those treatments.
1: Well that is absolutely the truth. I'm so glad that you feel so strong about it as I do. But it was like you said earlier, they would lose their, their income yes. because there would be no oncology doctors. And imagine what it would be for the children, those children who suffer so from chemo, whose little bodies cannot tolerate it. Yes. Cannot tolerate it. And so, yeah, no, they're not going to, the doctors, it's not going to come from them even banding together. It's going to come from us banding together yes. like we're doing right now. Yeah. What you're This what you're offering. For all of us to hear these things and have this, this, this opportunity, this platform, where we can speak our truth, they're scared to death yeah. um, of, of losing their, their lifestyle. It, it's very selfish.
0: Well, you know, we have to look at uh, um, it—the whole generalisation of life today. Um, There are new energy sources out there. Um, There, you know, there. If we look back at, um, you know, what the computer has done, you know, hardly anybody ever writes a letter anymore. So the post office has had to adjust in order to survive. As new innovations come forth, it obviously deletes old formulas that aren't working. We have these innovations; God's provided them. The, the planet is, is growing them, and we've got to be more open and adaptive to what is there, um, even in its beautiful simplicity, because we've overcomplicated everything and we've, and, in, and what we've done in that, you know, kind of saying well, I don't understand it so therefore I will give my life to someone else. They don't know what the hell they're doing, they're just going with something else. It's that we've, we've got to take that charge and that ownership and be willing to be open to trying new things, be willing to explore what other options are out there. My radio station is dedicated to things like this, dedicated to people who have found these natural solutions, these ways of, of healing our body, our mind and our spirit and embracing our own divine knowledge that and being open to receiving it, uh, raising our vibration, you know, globally. And that happens with us taking charge of our own lives and being our own ownership so that we can be part of the community. The answers are out there. We have to be open and receiving into taking that responsibility for ourselves and stop giving us over to the powers that be, be it doctors, pharmaceuticals, governments. And who have no right to dictate how we heal our bodies.
1: Well, that's right, and that's why a great deal of my book is spent talking exactly about that particular situation. And then we also have to consider what the world is doing right now. Uh, for example, look what happened in Japan to our brothers and sisters and yes. the radiation. Now, that country is in a very difficult position because, according to them, they they have to have nuclear power, so they're looking at what? More nuclear power. Yeah. The first thing that I did was I had my book translated into Japanese because these people need help. Uh, They've got radiation uh, problems there, and it's not getting better. It's not going to get better. So um, I have this book uh, uh, available to our Japanese brothers and sisters next week. Excellent. It's available by by Amazon in the Japanese language. I'm so happy, so thrilled. That, um, but but the point is, my point is, is the world is is we're getting things are getting worse with pollution, whether it's radiation or chemicals or pesticides or pharmaceuticals or all of yep. the above. So we, it, it's getting worse. We're going to have to take command of this situation. Or we won't be
0: here as a people. And, you know, what we're looking at right now is people are becoming very much more united. You know, they're, they're awakening, their consciousness is becoming more. Uh, they're saying, no, I will not hand myself over um, to um, the greedy powers that be decide that they're going to GMO and slowly kill us. I will not hand myself over to the medical profession that uh, wish to just jog, drug and liars. I will not hand myself over to the politicians that dictate my life. I don't know if you've seen a movie called Divergent. Um it, oh,
1: I'd like to see that. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard, it, that. I've heard about that. You yeah, so asked. That's I, the kind of thing I would like to yes. see. Yes. I, I, I
0: did a show on it because I have an Ask Sour show where I just speak to things that interest me. And I w- saw this movie when I was in the U.K. visiting my family with my brother. And, uh, you know, you've got the divergent who is somebody that actually uses – you know, all of their perspectives, Um, but what they've done is divided people up into, you know, you're the healer, uh, you're the carer, you're the this, you're the that, and nobody was allowed to step outside of that. And being a divergent meant you had all of these aspects and all they want to do is get rid of you because they do not want you opening up people's minds. I feel we have so many more divergents growing today, you know, uh, demanding uh, the answers. Um tuning into their other perspectives, asking other people's different perspectives. I call it fractalization, where people uh, come together as a unit with those different perspectives in order to create a whole answer. Um, And we're doing this more and more today, and my radio station is dedicated to the information like this, to empower people to make their choices for themselves. So it's just, we've just got to be courageous enough to say, I have every given right as a human being to make choices for myself, and I have an obligation to investigate what those
1: choices are. Well, uh, I'm so very pleased that you're doing that. We certainly um, have such a, a similar understanding of life and these issues at hand. So I think we're both in agreement then that it's not going to come from doctors coming together. Yep. It's to come from us individuals who are brave, who do have, and by the way, um, it. it I really think that the greatest fear of, of all is going that way of, of chemo and, and suffering the horror of it all. Yeah. This is the easy way. This is the yes. path. And it just happens to be the path of victory as well. Uh, and I would like, if it's all right, to share another um, opportunity of something that I learned along the way with that kind of prejudice and, and abusive um, things that happen to people who are trying to do the natural healing and they get bombarded f- by the medical committee who who draw them back into that same old same yeah. This this lady, she was a, a lovely lady. Um, she's precious. I love her dearly. And she had uh, done the mastectomy. She had done the chemo radiation, um, and they had sent her home to die in November of last year. And somehow she found me, and she was so willing. They they she had done everything they said. Her, her parents had insisted she do everything, but then when they sent her home to die, then she was free to try something else. So she started on the two feathers, and she was doing very, very well. They thought she would die in November. Here we are in May, um, and and she was doing so well that um, she decided to go back to her oncology doctor to have a test, so she wanted to see that the, the two feathers was working for her. I mean... The proof of life that she was well and alive didn't seem to, to be enough. That. Yeah, <laughs> She wanted the doctor to say that she was well. So she went back to her oncology doctor, and he did a PET scan. All of the things that, that, that I had warned her not to do, she'd read my book, she knew. And, and, and the doctor said, oh, I'm very sorry to tell you, you have new tumors in your stomach. So this fine lady called me and said, well, if the two feathers is working, why do I have tumors in my stomach? She was very upset. And I said, well, I may not be able to explain that, but nor do I agree that there are tumors in there. I don't agree. I can't believe that there would be. She said, well, there are, and I'm going to have surgery and have those removed. Oh, no. Please don't have the surgery. You're doing well. I mean, you're, look, you're alive. Five months after they said you were going to die, you're alive. You're well. She was well. No, I'm going to have the surgery, she insisted. So she did the surgery, and the doctors told her after the surgery, Oh, um, well, by the way, there were no tumors. uh No tumors. No, there were no tumors. But just to be on the safe side, we took out one-third of your stomach while you were under.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, talk about an invasion. Oh, my God. You know, it's. I I very rarely go to a doctor unless I really have to. And, you know, I've actually found uh, found a doctor. Yeah, exactly. I found a doctor that is open, because he knows I I only take a drug if it's, you know, a a dire emergency or I absolutely have to. And, you know, I I suffer from fibromyalgia with my fiscule and all of that. As I said, it's all kind of the, the muscles and the all of that type of thing with me. Um, So he actually sent me to a a really great new age clinic here in Vancouver, BC Canada. And they use uh, like salt water shops where they go directly into the muscles to loosen up those muscles. And, um, and they're obviously trying to get, uh, you know, other clinics up and going, in the medical, and this is actually finally covered by medical, which is amazing. And it's like, instead of giving me all these drugs, which um, when I refused with one doctor to take the drug that causes your teeth sockets to rot and your teeth to drop out, and I refused to take that, I was verbally attacked by the doctor. Yes. And uh, and I said, I don't care how much you verbally attack me, I am not going to take it. Um and you know, I looked for different uh, journeys. You know, of uh, finding solutions. I want to go back to that. You know, cancer is a fungus, and you know, we are constantly bringing up that fungus in our body because of the foods that we're eating, and you know, the environment, the stress, the everything else. And that inflammation is an enormous, uh, you know, problem of this as well. Yes,
1: definitely, yes. And with the inflammation, one of the things that I did in addition to the two feathers is my uh, therapeutic-grade Young Living Essential Oils, and I have my protocol that I did, and and, uh, the oils are amazing for inflammation, so I was able to use that as well. Um, Now, this lady that I was telling you about that had uh, one-third of her stomach taking out, it it actually gets worse. Um, After that, um, we thought that she'd be able to go back on the two feathers, but the doctors told her not to. Yes. listened, and they put her instead on a different form of chemo, some kind of other alternative chemo. And um, the last I heard from her, she is not not doing well at all. So that's that. Yes, that
0: that. and it's so shame because you know, like you know, the proof is in your living. You know, I mean, I, I, may, I, I may take what I call like a, a tidal end on down again when the inflammation gets too high. I had treatment just the other day, and he said to me, you're going to be really, really sore. And believe me, he gave me those long needle ones that go in there, and I'm really, really sore. But you can feel slowly the muscles are responding, which is great. Um, and I know it's going to be a procedure, you know, with a they say it's at least 10 times before you start seeing your body changing and reacting. And for me, it's a journey I'm willing to take because I've got some muscles that just, you know, a little bogus. But I also know, you know, things like the B17 formula, which is wonderful prevention of cancer. They're simply, you know, seeds, right? Uh, um, it, it's the, um, it's the um, almonds, it's the uh, cashew nuts, uh, the millet, Yeah. Uh, from the uh, exactly. And, you know, um, alfalfa sprouts and berries, you know, all of these things, as long as they're organic, you know, we can take them in our daily diet and, and have a great deal of prevention. And it's we've got to just open up to be more educated and more in charge of our own choices. In we can't just say, well, I didn't know. We have this thing called Internet. And we have things like my show, PLV Radio Station, where I don't know how many people have come on there that have, you know, things that work. You've got to find out what works for you, what what resonates with you, and then you have to take that journey. And if that didn't work, then maybe it was something else that would work for you because yeah. maybe it's a different type of thing you need to have. But you've got to be willing to take that journey because if you don't and you hand yourselves over and say, okay, I abstain from my life and I'll let you do whatever, and then start digging your own grave. You know, we, we, have, we have to take charge of that. And there's simple formulas, I'm sure, with your oils that you're taking, that you use. Oils, I don't think people realize that when you put an oil on in one area that it gets into your bloodstream and goes to where it needs to go.
1: Oh, it does. It's like when I put an oil on the bottom of my feet, I can taste it in my mouth within yeah. 10 seconds. Yeah. It, it, it truly is uh, astounding. And, and so those those are all things that, that we can all use, and, and, and we're sharing information, which is so amazing, like you said, on the Internet, and, of course, the power of, of the spoken word through the radio station yep. and the work that you're doing. And so all of us, it's very hopeful, but it does require that the first thing that it requires is that you take back your power. I mean, it would be different if the doctors were, 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 were successful in what they're doing. Yeah. Be different, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But my gosh, when they talk about these prescription du- drugs, and then they give you a list of of, of fatal uh, conditions that could happen with using them, and then the, they end up by saying, "Go out and get yours from your doctor right away." It's it's where is these. What happened to our common sense? I don't understand.
0: But then you get people who are cured, and then it comes back, and well, it came back. Well, obviously the same cancer didn't came back, but your cancerous cells are there again, because you didn't alter your, your living. You handed your cellar to the doctors, they said you're cured, and you went back to the same lifestyle. You didn't take the nutrients or the oils or anything else that you needed to do to maintain good health, so of course it came back. I want to hit another thing that I don't think people understand, and how enormous it is. And I th- I've heard one um, one just say that like 80% of the world's population has this candida.
1: Yes, candida. Well, I'm glad that you said that because according to Do- Dr. Gary Young, my mentor, um, he said that that um, everyone who has cancer also has candida, yes. and talks about it. And of course, we have we wage a fight against that constantly. People who have cancer, they've got candida. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times, um, it's so simple as diet. You know, sugar, 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 yeah. sugar feeds cancer. And, uh, and, and we're addicted, and it's in everything. I, we have to get away from these packaged foods. Yeah. And it was just like you were saying about the nutrients in the natural um, um, uh, fruits and vegetables. For example, um, if you have an organic uh, fruit, for example, and it has its own antifungal agencies that if you take an organic fruit, it can fight fungus in your body. Yeah. However, if you have used, um, if the farmers have used um, an antifungal chemical, on that plant. It no longer has its original understanding of how to go in and heal that in your body with fungus. So we have to have the organic foods and fruits and vegetables they are what will fight cancer in our bodies, but who has
0: that today? Well, you know, I know it's, I like my thing in the morning is I like to take you know, a natural yogurt, a banana, some rice milk, and, you know, some berries, and I had some strawberries the other day that clearly weren't organic, and with the pesticide coating on them, and you know, because of the fibromyalgia, it triggers IBS, and I had an IBS oh. attack from it, and it's just like, you know, your body knows when it's getting good nutrient, and when it's not, it's going to retaliate. Can you just just give people a little bit more understanding of what Candida is, because I don't think people understand.
1: Well, um, I don't understand about Candida either. I um, I have no medical understanding. What I do do understand about about Candida is that it's very, very easy to get Candida and then not be able to get rid of it. First of all, uh, so many people who who are are doing um, um, antibiotics, for example, killing the good and the bad, bacteria-like, and then when, when the body can't can't protect itself, and the good bacteria is dead, so that causes the overgrowth of the of of the candida, which
0: is a yeast.
1: So yes, and it's that yeast, and and so there we have the the perfect case of of a cancer. So um, the way that I fight that um, is certainly to listen to those experts who know about about candida and stay away from the sugar and. And then we're not talking about the sugar that's in the fruits and vegetables. I yep. have so many people call me and say, "Oh, well, I can't have any fruit because it's got sugar in it." Well, you know that's not the sugar I'm concerned with. I'm not talking about that. It's I know the processed that some sugar. Some people, yeah, don't eat any fruit. I don't consider that to be a balanced diet. Yeah. So, um, but the candida can can be. Uh, can You can get rid of it if you're devoted to your diet and using the organic fruits and vegetables, but you also have to have probiotics. Uh, yes. So, um, you know, Young Living has a very good probiotic, and there are many good probiotics out there. So I'm very careful every day to have a probiotic. And the other thing that I'm very careful about with cancer, the teachings of Gary Young, is the importance of enzymes. And you yes. were talking about that. Mm-hmm. So the enzymes are very important, especially, you know, people are eating heavy meals with meat and and these heavy, heavy things that they're eating, and their bodies can't digest it, so it's fermenting, and these also are, are causes of, of cancer and brewing things that are very bad for us. Now, the Two Feathers formula also is an excellent detox. So um, I use it uh, regularly as, as a detox now, um, but when I had my a mass blood test, my cancer level was zero. I mean, most people have some cancer in their bodies, <laughs> but not me. <laughs> yep. It's zero (laughs) because I'm using the two feathers. I use it, you know, to just keep my body clean and well. So I just take it as a maintenance uh, twice a week.
0: And that makes sense. I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, okay, your cancer is cured. You don't walk away now and go, I'm going to go back to the unhealthy lifestyle. You know, it's like, obviously, um, you know, it's it's me with this Q96. recommend anything up to 12 a day, depending on your severity. I have found I can maintain myself at just two pills a day. That's clear because I also take some other nutrients. I take Antarctic uh, solution of, um, it's called sea vegetables, uh, that are highly highly potent. And, uh, you know, I'm finding between the two of those, you know, the difference that's in my body. And, you know, I know once I I get these muscles and things all loosened up that have, you know, decided to stay in those knots for a while, once we've melted all those muscle things away, I'll be back in control of my body again um, because my body really responds very, very well to good nutrients. And that's the thing, when we decide to find those nutrients that really do work for us, and, you know, this is what I like about the Q96 because it works on the brain. It's not just a question that it is overcoming the anxiety and the depression, but it's feeding your cognates. Uh, and so your decision-making is so much easier and better. Uh, and so obviously it's filtering down to the rest of your body as well because your your brain is dictating what goes on in your body.
1: Yes, and, and the sugar is, is affecting our ability to think carefully. Yes, it's definitely causing that that, re, that reaction, uh, going down that terrible road. All of those things are adding to the difficulty. So, it, yeah, the mentally being clear to make your good decisions. It happens when you're uh, on that road of, of good nutrition, working yeah. out with your body. I'm not talking about going to the gym. That's fine. But I'm talking about just natural things where you're walking with your dogs or your family, playing. That kind of thing. Yep. Thing, and also jumping on the trampoline is a very important way to clean the lymph system for people who have cancer. So um, I have a, a trampoline and they have a stabilizing bar. It's very simple. You can bounce on it. It doesn't have to be, you know, a lot of people who are ill aren't able to, to do exercise or right. at least they think they can't. But you can. You can. You can breathe deeply. And another yes. thing, too, about the essential oils that was very helpful to me in my cancer protocol was that essential oils have the ability to release negative emotions or traumas. Mm-hmm. You smell something, you, you're, it sometimes triggers you back to, uh, I don't know, something like your grandmother's apple pie, for example. Um, maybe the scent of cinnamon brings that back, or apples. But um, likewise, the essential oils can also trigger negative memories that need to come out. So, I have a, a, a variety of Young Living Essential Oils, my favorite being sacred mountain that really helps me to connect to earth it is a combination of the conifers the junipers uh, the cypress and a bit of wildflower And, and when I smell that those scents are very comforting to me it helps me with my cancer protocol Yeah. and I love it so there's lots of things we can do to comfort ourselves and to be more at one with nature that are pleasant
0: the thing is about the essential oils, it's lovely just to even just have it kind of, you know, burning around the house. You know, it can set, you know, a peaceful, uh, when you're feeling stressed, it can calm you down. I love mixing the mixture of peppermint and lavender together. And if I've got a headache, you know, because I find the lavender is calming, but, the you know, the, the peppermint is kind of invigorating, and it's not a contradiction. I find it's a balancer. Um,
1: and, you know... I find that, too, because um, that's, that's, like, a beautiful combination... And I might want to tell you this, because this was a a very important (laughs) issue. Um, My husband uh, committed suicide in 1987, and he had poisoned me. I was very, very ill, and part of the uh, the thing that had happened was horrific migraine headaches and bleeding uh, from the nose and just, you know, terrible, terrible things. So when um, I lived my life like that, just crawling from room to room and vomiting from sickness, with this poisoning, and I couldn't get it out of me until I found the Young Living oils. And with that one bottle of peppermint oil, I put the peppermint oil on, and the headache was relieved—at mm-hmm. least to the point where I could get well. I, I could actually walk, and and I stopped vomiting because one drop of that um, peppermint oil on my 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 lips, on my on my tongue stopped me from having to vomit constantly, and I was able to heal myself with peppermint oil yeah. of those horrific conditions, and I do not get headaches today right. at all.
0: It's wonderful stuff. I don't think people actually understand the magnitude of, of, you know, really good organic oils, you know. And as I said, you'd need so little and it gets into that bloodstream. It goes where it needs to go. And uh, it, I mean, it's sort of wonderful, to, you know, to put certain of them in, in, you know, your lotions and just rub it over your body. A, a drop, a couple of drops of lavender on your pillow at night, you know, to help you go to sleep. I mean, there's numerous oils there and what the healing effects that they have is just amazing.
1: Yes, and and Gary Young has several blends. He's very well known for his blends, which come from his prayers. And he has one called Peace and Calming and another called Stress Away. And both of them are amazing. And, And when I put them on, I do feel better. It's just delightful. So there's ways that we can... Help ourselves with our emotions, and not just go to the doctor and get these horrific yeah. scripts and drugs that are, are causing women to kill
0: their own children. Exactly, exactly. That's uh, believe me. A sh- few shows I've done on that, and uh, yeah. you know, I also think it would be really good for people that you know have a bullying nature. I mean, it comes a lot from their own self-esteem and everything. But then, if you're calming people down, there isn't that need to become aggressive. So there's a, there's a lot of solutions that we have out there. I remember a time I got severely burnt, I hadn't been out in the sun in a while and I was out swimming and I'd forgotten to put the lotion on and I ended up coming home looking like a lobster that had just been cooked and uh, oh, I took two or three formulas, I can't remember what they are now, but I, I put two or three um formulas um together and i put it in my cream and rubbed it all over my body and within three days i'd gone from the severe burning into the complete peeling, and like a natural peel that had gone on and my skin was fantastic uh, and it so, you know the oils are just so good you know in in shampoos i mean just um the base of your feet as you said so calming i mean just wonderful they really are wonderful. I need to get back into them. I got out of them, and I don't know why I did. And I need to get back into them because they are just wonderful to use.
1: They are. They're so fabulous. There's so so many things that connect us to nature that are so very pleasant and easy to come by. I mean, as long as you have your therapeutic-grade organic essential oils... And, and these things, I put them in my creams, too. Yes. And the one that I use for burning is lavender, and I've had amazing results, as you have. Also, with, and my granddaughters, when they get burned like little lobsters, we spray that yep. lavender water on them, and it's astounding how helpful it is. So, yeah, we certainly do have the same love of the same products.
0: So well, respiratory, I mean, you know, when people have congestion, you know, either bronchial or, or to do with allergies or whatever, you know, the, um, I can't remember again which one it is, you'll probably know, um, you know, again, putting it in and then just rubbing it on the chest and how it just, it just right, and it just gets rid, it just brings it right out, especially if you can do a little bit of the humidifier, etc. Even yeah. putting it in the humidifier and having right. it come out, I mean, yeah. it's amazing what it can do, and you, you don't need to go into all those decongestive pills and things.
1: No, that's right. Well, um, it's true that that, that um, I used to get sick from everything that my granddaughters had. Every day yep. I would get the flus, the colds, but since I've been on the two feathers, I have not gotten sick at all. I mean, it's just amazing how I don't catch those things anymore. But I went to my granddaughters a couple of weeks ago, and they had strep throat. I went over there to put oils on them because I knew it would help them, and I felt pretty sure that I wasn't going to get it. But in that particular case, I came home, and I did get it, and I got very ill, with a severe throat, sore throat in the night. I just got up and put my peppermint oil on. I took it, um, I took it in my mouth. Um, I did it four or five times during the night, and when I woke up, it was gone, whereas my granddaughters all had to go to the doctor, all had to get their antibiotics over and over again, over and over again, Do I watch them do this. And yeah. Uh, it's very disturbing, the pattern. Yeah, I know. So, um, you know, their immune systems are messed up.
0: Yes, and, you know, basically... You want to avoid diseases. Uh, You've got to have a strong immune system. So, Absolutely. if you take care of your body, and, and we're not just talking about nutritionally, you know, it's using things like oils or, you know, nutrients that you go and explore what's good for you, yeah. and you find that balance, And but it's also uh, not allowing yourself to get over overstressed by taking in other people's screw shit, you know, if, you know, and it's it's like you're not the dumping ground, and you're not going to buy into anybody else's drama, and you can, whether it's relative or not, you can choose to have those people around you that are on the same vibrational level, and it's always been a kind of living in your now and, and projecting your desire for tomorrow and letting the past stay there. It's a guide, it a, a, can be a wonderful memory, but if it didn't serve you, leave it alone. It belongs yesterday and not today. So our attitudes and the way we look at life is a huge part of our healing process.
1: Absolutely, and I'm so glad that you brought that up, and I find that to be very, very true for me and, and this uh, adventure that I have had with cancer. I mean, I have had to understand that if someone isn't good for me, and, and I have to have the love of myself, and yeah. it really does come down to that love of oneself, so I have said goodbye to, to many people who yep. are just not good for me and and i and it was difficult it was difficult some of the friendships had been 20 30 years long all my life long uh, but today i only have those people in my life who who really uh, can benefit um, i benefit from them they benefit from me there's there's a wonderful feeling between us and if it isn't then i have had the courage to say you know what i'm just out of here you know I'm and,
0: and you know, people are coming to chapters in your life, and if they belong to that particular chapter, that's fine. You can remember the good, fond memories. But if they're not up in that same vibrational level as you, and they don't belong in this chapter, then you know, you d- let go of any form of guilt. Because if you're not living in your own abundance, your own health, your own good vibrations, uh, your own um, uh, uh, desire and ability to help mankind, and they are going to pull you down, or block you, or contaminate that, they don't belong there because you're on. Journey of the Good Words Man, which means first has to come to you, so it can come from you.
1: Yes. Well, that was a hard one for me, but yeah. I did get that lesson. It, 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 you know, after I had been cancer free, during that time, um, you know, there were people in my life, and they, they were not good for me, and I knew they were not good for me. So it turned out that after I had cancer and was cancer free, I did a a revamping. At that time, I did a revamping. It would have been better to do it sooner but at least I did it and I took care of it and um, I'm much better off now I'm so much better off I've opened the door, there's new people coming in and they are of like mind and so I'm, I'm just astounded at how good it is when you when you realign your, your life with your greatest intention and have the courage to see it through, you
0: know we talk about people that are cancerous people, and it's not people who uh, have cancer, it's right. people that bring that kind of cancer type mentality, uh, and they spread very quickly, and it's you know in, and it can be very very um, detrimental to our health and to our well-being, and you know we we have every right in our body to say no, I will not tolerate that. You are not invited to my life, and we need to put that vibration around it is that there is no entry for that kind of vibe. And we uh, permission to receive, permission to release, and permission to empower ourselves. And we are living in that era of permission, and we must give it to ourselves.
1: Yes, that's right. And I have found also that some of these are, are beloved family members. Yeah. So you know, um, there, there is a way, I think, of, of setting your boundary and still having some kind of a, a relationship, maybe around the holidays or whatever, But not allowing it, if it can't be put on that level where it's people, if it can't be, then then there's no alternative except to walk away.
0: I have to give a quick little story on that with my family. I went home recently to say goodbye to my mom, who's 94, um, because we don't know how much longer she's got, although we've been saying that for years, but at 94, the odds, you know, are. And, you know, I have a sister who's very much into the drama base of her health and etc., and she chooses that path. I have a brother who is incredibly talented, a wonderful author, but is inclined to look at, we call him the moo cow, because it's no, it won't work, you know, looking at things that's half empty. And I got a man that really, when, when she's around, inspiration and light, believes in life, but still um, is living such in regret, resentment, and bitterness of what's being done to her in her life, and hasn't let go of it. And I actually had just started this Q96 when I went and I'd had a panic attack before I went and really stressed out. I went over there, and I, what I brought to the family was equilibrium, where we could all come together without any bitching, um, that we were grateful for our lives and for each other. We went down a happy memory lane. We were having some cheerful memories. And what I got back from one of them is, thank you for bringing the peace to the table and um, and clearly i can see the equilibrium and the peace i don't understand what you're doing but i know what you're doing is important and that was the first time i'd ever got that and it's because i went there in my own resonance in my own peace in my own tranquility in my own ownership of what i'm doing and it didn't matter that they didn't comprehend it but the fact that they felt it was already a shift there I relate with them on, on the level that they they can relate to me and I don't dictate that they follow, you know, that they live in my path because it hasn't been their journey and it okay. was mine. But we can find that way of communicating now that is a common ground. And for the first time I think in my life, they have truly embraced what I'm doing as something that counts. Instead of me dictating, instead of them dictating to me, that I'm clearly a loser because I haven't achieved on the level they thought was important. Oh
1: gosh, that's so similar <laughs> to my situation. Well, you know, I'm, not only am I cancer-free, but I am free of those kinds of situations with those kinds of people. Yeah. When you have cancer, you have to get rid
0: of uh, those things that um, are not. The cancer good. inside and out, right? The inside and out. <laughs> to do
1: it. It yeah. It has to be done, and um, you know it was difficult, but I'm happier now. I'm a whole. Yes. Now. And I, the doors are so open for new things, yeah. and I love it. So I love my life. My and, and you know,
0: you radiate. You radiate the hope. You know, you radiate. Inspiration, you are actually living in your diva. You are truly a diva now. You're a person who is able to dream, inspire, visualize, and aspire to the greatness that you know is there. You've connected with your divinity, and you're living in your diva, and in that you will resonate out to other people.
1: Well, thank you. This has been such a wonderful opportunity to have this time to speak with you. I just am very pleased to have made your acquaintance today. Uh, and
0: likewise. I mean, such a simple solution. ...who's so dedicated to the cause. And, it, you know, it isn't about feeding the negatives of the doctors, but it's empowering you that that is the way they think and that you don't have to buy into that thought. There are other solutions, and they're simple, and you've just got to invest in yourself and decide to take that path and that you are worthy. You do not have to become a prisoner of their thinking. You're worthy of stepping out of that box and investing in your own life.
1: Yes, that is absolutely the, the criteria to be well.
0: Yes, yes, and that uh, it, your destiny isn't to die. It is no. to live life, no. and you'll die a natural, you know, when it comes to it, but you don't have to yes, die, yes. die of a disease when there is a cure for it.
1: That is so right. Yes, thank you. Will you please let everybody know
0: how they can get a hold of you, your oils, your book, um, yes. you know, the whole
1: gamut here. Thank you, yes. Uh, well my my book, um my website is w dot ha I Laugh in the face of cancer. So it's H uh, A H-A, ha I Laugh in the Face of Cancer dot com and my young living website is www.ylwebsite.com dot Website dot com forward slash Susan Hall, H-A-L-L. So if I might repeat that, www.ylwebsite.com forward slash Susan Hall. And I'm very happy to teach and work with anyone and everyone with the oils, with the Two Feathers Formula, happy to share everything I've done. I love to be a source of comfort and inspiration to anyone who, who wants to, to meet with me, speak with me, or send an email to me, I'm, I welcome that.
0: Then you can work with people by the phone and by Skype?
1: Yes, I can, absolutely, and, and my email address is, is in um, my book. And so we would connect that way first, and then if you wish to speak with me, we can se- definitely se- make sure that can happen. So, you know, the folks
0: is we no longer do you actually have to go to somebody that's in your neighborhood um, or travel to somebody across the world to get treatment because of this wonderful thing called Internet, and that allows the yes. energy to go from, you know, people to people. Um, you know, people now, the world is so much smaller, so it doesn't matter where you're listening to this um, or who you know, because how many people know somebody with cancer, Um, you can send them the show. Um, right now you're going to be hearing it ten times in the one day, repeat it and then you just all you have to do is go to plv-radio.com under the positive living title and you will see the SoundCloud interviews there and it will be under this title I laugh in the face of cancer and uh, you can download it and send it to anybody, so it's not just for today, this is here for you forever to keep sending on and letting people know that there is an answer, all they have to do is embrace it, and when we embrace it. We empower ourselves. When we empower ourselves, we inspire others. When we inspire others, we create possibilities that um, go around the world. So that domino effect is there. Take the first step. You are worthy of living. So take back your life and find something that's going to help you to live fruitfully and abundantly and above all in health. Any final statements that you've got for our listeners here, Susan?
1: well i'm just so grateful um i I would like to say to your listeners that it is so very helpful hopeful for you if you're suffering from cancer. It is so easy and so amazing that we have these opportunities to overcome such a dreaded disease. So, I would leave you with hope because hope is the one thing that people who have cancer don't have, and you do have it. you do have it, I promise you you do so I would like to leave them with the hope that they can also overcome this dreaded disease.
0: And uh, we need to just make it something, a thing in the past. And uh, w- we can do that not only with curing it, but with preventing it, uh, being cognizant of our lifestyles, of the foods that we take, taking ownership of what we put in and on our body, uh, understand that stress is a number one killer because it brings about all of these diseases, uh, and taking charge of that, looking to a more simpler way of living life, connecting with the earth, connecting with the universe, opening up to your own divine messaging, and simply being kind to oneself, permission to love yourself. When you do, you know what to do for yourself, and you know what to do to live a fruitful life. That will also serve others, because I'm sure with the journey that you've had, not only have you cured yourself and you're living a better life, but what your journey has been about, how many people now can you cure of cancer because of the journey that you've taken and the inspiration that you've become to others. So thank you for not just keeping it to yourself, but sharing it and liberating other people from something that has imprisoned them.
1: Oh, my joy, indeed, and thank you so much. I'm very pleased.
0: Well, I'm going to say this is it for today, and uh, we've covered a great deal, and I'm hoping that we've inspired people to take this journey down the road to uh, give permission to themselves to receive good health, and that this is so simple, $134 a month. If you can't invest that in your health, in your life, in uh, the the way of to live and get through this, and then I think that you haven't placed any value upon your life at all because this is absolutely nothing to invest in yourself and, uh, and give yourself hope for the future. So please do call Susan and uh, start taking a journey that literally can change your life. Thank you so much, Susan. It's been absolutely delightful. I'd love to have you back again on a roundtable talking about this with, you know, other people and and what we can do uh, from a different perspective. And uh, please, folks, pass this show around. Let other people know that there is hope out there.
1: Oh, wonderful! I shall indeed. Thanks again.
0: Thank you so much. Until the next time, folks, please be very kind to yourself. Invest in yourself. Give yourself the value, your worth, uh, you're here for a reason. So place that importance upon yourself so that you may be abundant for others. Until the next time, bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to PLV Radio. We hope that our programming has inspired you. Please feel free to visit the website to find past shows and schedules. Find your favorite hosts, leave comments about your experience, and share ideas for future shows. Don't forget to visit us on your favorite social media websites, which you will find links to at plv-radio.com. Listen with your friends and share the inspiration.